I turned 18 my senior year of high school and I took my mom's insurance card uh, without telling her and I took myself I thought it was like an equilibrium in her ear problem I went to an ENT they were like nope you're all good but thought something was wrong I went did a balance test nothing there they sent me to a neurologist and this guy told me you either have a tumor on your cerebellum or you have a genetic disease. And so now I'm like rooting for the tumor, which is a pretty dark, dark place to be. Sure, <laughs> sure. Then, you know, hey, I'm funny now. It's fine. I was going to uh, say, if any, not to interrupt, but if anybody knows and watches your comedy, they know that you do have a dark side to your comedy. So it's all in good fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, we're having a good time. Yeah. Um, but I had to tell my mom what I had been doing because her insurance didn't pay for the MRI <laughs> or genetic testing so I had to beg her to pay for one of them and we I picked the genetic testing and I remember she was like okay if I agree to pay for this will you like drop this and I was like absolutely she pays for it. It takes about three months for that stuff to come back. And I was right. I had a really rare form of MD called Friedrich's ataxia. Okay. Wow. Um, but I couldn't like understand the gravity of what that meant because I was just so excited to be right. I was like, I told you. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. Hey, fellow Lushers, welcome back to another episode of Cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. Another beautiful woman tonight. This one is funny and talented. Funny as fuck. What, how funny is fuck? It's getting some of you. If you watch me, pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I have. <laughs> uh, stand-up comedian Fiona Cawley. 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 I got to say that right. I use that term, uh, Fiona stand-up Cawley. comedian. Loosely? A little loosely. We'll find out shortly. Why? Yeah. So It'll all come together. Do us a favor, please. Hit that like button. Subscribe to us. Leave a comment. Best thing you can do for us, leave a comment. We will take anything you want. Obviously, you want to be nice. Tell Clifton. We don't want to be you to be nice. Tell Clifton French he's the queef of the year. That his name? Yeah. Tell Clifton French he's the queef of the year in our comments, please. Yeah, Clifton fuckface. Yeah. Tell Sarah Jury she's beautiful in our comments. Just comment. Just comment away. See you goodbye. And then the bottom line is, here on the podcast, we never leave a pretty lady waiting. God damn, that was good. Good delivery. I liked it. Without further ado, what? Or you just go with it. I like to rate and uh, be the critic to your your lines. Uh, You're without, just criticizing. Criticize. Uh, what's the uh, constru- constructive criticism? Without further ado, comedian. Fiona Colley. Hello. Hello. How are you? 
I'm doing well. How are you? We are great. We are great. Thank you Absolutely so much. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry my lighting is not very good. It's cold. Do you have do you have like a Christmas tree going on in the background or something? <laughs> no, I'm like obsessed with mood lighting, so I don't like own normal light bulbs. Yeah. I'm not a real adult, so <laughs> neither neither are we, and we're twenty five years older than you, so you're good. <laughs> fair, fair, cool. So tonight we're talking to Fiona Colley, stand up comedian. And uh I saw saw some of your clips on uh Instagram and uh we love talking comedy and uh we every everybody every comedian who will come on we're just thrilled that they're willing to talk to us so <laughs> thank you so much we really appreciate, appreciate it. it of course have to be here so do your lights flicker as you talk or as if you're just your mood wait is that, oh that might hold on <laughs> well it's just fine it's fine i just wasn't sure that was my tv's on mute but it's playing and i think that's what it was but i can't get them to flicker when i talk to my boys that's fantastic Ooh, okay i gotta give me some of those it's better than <laughs> therapy so <laughs> we we had a we need therapy we had another guest on who was big into the the oh, i go to therapy so, we need therapy. Yeah, so i go to therapy we had another guest on who was into all the light bulbs too and had his house all decked out in these you know these colors of lights for moods and stuff so yeah, it's kind of a douchey thing to do, but <laughs> I'll get one. If so. it works, it works. Yeah, we, we do all get one. <laughs> Perfect. So how um let's get into the stand-up comedian. Very funny stuff. You're uh we've got plenty of things things to talk about that you're up to. Um what prompted you to get into comedy? Has it been uh, a love of your your passion as a child or um I mean I always loved watching stand-up comedy, but I didn't, you know, it didn't seem like an achievable thing that I could do. Um, honestly, a couple years ago, I was uh, dating this guy, and I had gotten the idea, like, what if I went to an open mic and tried? And he told me not to, because I would be embarrassing to him and myself. So we broke up. Okay, I was going to say, I hope he's not the boyfriend anymore. Thank you. <laughs> Douchebags be gone. Yeah, no room, I have lights. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we broke up. And then that following Valentine's Day, it was a couple of months later, I got really drunk and tricked into... <laughs> going to my friend's like anti-Valentine's Day house party and there was like 50 people there and I saw the flyer when I got there and it's had all the bands performing and then it said stand-up comedian Fiona Colley and I was like excuse me <laughs> wait first uh, of all this is one hell of a house party he's got comedians band wait I want my invite for the next one. <laughs> I know. This was like in college. So Jesus. I know. I know. But I was, you know, shit faced. And with my, my disease I have, it's progressive. So at this point, I had a cane, but okay. I stand for more than like five minutes. Mm. And so I sat in like a lazy boy chair and these 50 people sat on the floor like story time. <laughs> Aww, that's perfect. 
Yeah, so I did that. It went very well. I was like, I'll never do that again. That was very <laughs> scary. And now I'm here. You know, I kind of rebooted about a year ago. I actually okay. tried it for real. So, so when you saw your name, were you excited and pissed or i was so mad like like so mad like it was sweet she believed in me but i hadn't written anything like and you know i was in college with daddy issues so <laughs> it was just it was not great the speech was slurred it just shit talked my ex it was very miss Maisel of me yeah like you've seen the show it was that vibe entirely that was before Miss Maisel. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. So where? So you took some time off after that when you didn't do it again for a while? Yeah, I I felt like that was like enough of like I could tell people I've done it before. It's a good party story. That's fine. I'm good. And then about a year later, I was in a clinical trial in Atlanta. Um, and when you do that, they pay for you and someone else to travel, stay, the food, all that. So naturally, I brought my friend and we went bar hopping the night before I had to have all my blood taken out of me. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, is this the same friend who put you uh, on the flyer? No, okay. different friend. Um, and I told her I wanted to go watch some comedy. And I'm like three martinis deep at this point. Like something is wrong with me. I get still in college at this point. Um, and we go to the punchline. Um, oh, nice. And someone didn't show up. So they were doing a bucket spot. And oh, okay. I didn't know what a bucket spot was. I don't uh, either. So could you explain that real quick? Yeah. So it's where they pass around a bucket and you can put your name in if you want to try. And they draw a name and if it's you you have to get up there for like four or five minutes oh <laughs> yeah and she explained that the host did and my friend was like and I was like no absolutely <laughs> not and she was like okay fine and I went to the bathroom and came back she's doing the drawing and they draw my fucking name <laughs> Good friends. You got good friends. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> so, again, very drunk. I did very well, though. It was weird. And then didn't do it again for three years. Oh, wow. Okay. So where did the bug come from this? So I assume now is that after three years, now you've been doing it for a year or so? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, where, did the, where did the bug come back? How did you? Another friend of mine, man. <laughs> You have, great, you have great friends. I want to hang I with friends. They're very pushy and very involved in my life. <laughs> um, she was like, you know, the pandemic had simmered down. I moved back to Nashville and she wanted me to go to an open mic because I had been saying I wanted to try it. She made me. I was sober this time for the first time, and that was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But it went really well. I got booked after my first open mic. I awesome. got booked on a show. I had never been paid, so that was wild. Wow. Well, and- that's 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 right there. Uh exciting yeah. to, to be paid for the first time for anything are you uh are you originally from nashville 
I am. I'm from Franklin, which is like a small town, uh, 30 minutes south of here. Okay. Do you live in Nashville now though? Are you right in the yeah. city? Yeah. Nice. I'm right by the airport. Which oh, okay. Is, you know, we, we were just, we were just there in October, the, like the first weekend of October, we were out there. Oh, so, cool. And yeah. you guys are in? We're in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Never been out there before. Well, you never know. We got a great club right in our town. So really yeah skyline comedy club is right in appleton okay i've heard of that yeah i was just there last weekend oh you went to see mike's yeah yeah so i was just there we we like to frequent there yeah that's awesome see we can we were actually yes (laughs) some of them (laughs) we were actually uh we when we were in nashville we went to zany's a couple of nights we went and seen us to see christina p and chase o'donnell and then uh we saw dave williamson so oh very cool yeah yeah, Zane's is great. Yeah, that's a cool club. I see. I mean, you perform there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice club. Yeah. You are there quite a bit. Are you part of a rotation or something there, or just whenever they uh, you can be you're available? Um, I mean, so the way it works is every at the beginning of every month you submit your availability via email to the booker. Um. But I it's it's fairly random. I'm never sure if I'm gonna be there like four times in one month or you know, not at all. Or it's, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But like they have kind of a rotation, but it's really hard to understand like what the mechanics behind the early you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. Yeah, how they yeah. I got. I got to know who is on your shirt. Is Thank it? You. Is it Elvis? Thank you. I was just gonna um, ask. It is Frank Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that hair looks so familiar. I gotta know. <laughs> Mugshot. You're a big, big Frank Sinatra fan. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm. I'm a huge Rat Pack fan. Yeah. Ah, yes. I, My mom's side of the family is very Italian. Her last name perfect. is Chicone. Oh boy. That's that's mob Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have like incredibly Irish on the other side. So. Oh, you're a great combination. There, there. you go. Lots of mob, mobs on both sides. It's pretty good. <laughs> right, well, good. now we need to understand the drinking. So, because yeah. I'm I, honestly, I come by it honestly. Yeah, I'm Irish, so that's I. It's in my blood. <laughs> there's that. There's. There's not like fights at the holidays and stuff between the Italians and the. <laughs> oh no, my parents divorced a long uh, ass ago, so we got those fights out of the way when I was a kid. <laughs> it's so funny you said that because I was like, "All right, I got to break in, and I got to say, could you tell me who's on your shirt?" Just before you said that, I was thinking the same thing because I thought it was one of the two. So, anyways, perfect. <laughs> um, so Zanies, uh, you we enjoyed being there and are they accommodating how can we um maybe we need to tell everybody just a little bit about yourself and your progression and your timeline maybe of um from when you're in high school and when you found out that you had ms md md i apologize (laughs) i apologize i screw everything up so if you watch anything you know i screw everything up he does it's Uh, why it's why we don't let him say anybody's name he will get it wrong And what is the difference and things like that, I guess, would be the a, a good point to start. The Wait, what was the question? 
when did you when when did uh when did you find out you had md okay got it um so this is kind of insane but okay i was very athletic as a kid like sure. played awesome. volleyball soccer basketball cross country it, all of it loved it everyone was like she's going to college on an athletic scholarship of some sort and then i turned 15 and I knew something felt off, like I was just getting clumsier and clumsier. And I kept telling my mom I thought something was wrong. But my older sister had, like, medical issues, that, like scoliosis, stuff like that, that I never had. Um, and she walked odd. And so when I said, I think something's wrong, she thought I was being middle child trying to get attention so oh, no. she was always like shut shut up or type you trying to sure. take your sister's thing you know what I mean so I thought I was crazy like 15 to 18 I spent like practicing walking straight in my room and I couldn't do it I really I was gaslit pretty intensely wow um, like I would get like grounded for all of this and like the principal at my school would smell my breath because they thought I was drunk like I was so confused oh my god yeah so <laughs> I turned 18 my senior year of high school and I took my mom's insurance card uh, without telling her and I took myself I thought it was like an equilibrium inner ear problem sure. i went to an ent they were like nope you're all good but thought something was wrong i went did a balance test nothing there they sent me to a neurologist and this guy told me you either have a tumor on your cerebellum or you have a genetic disease and so now i'm like rooting for the tumor which is a pretty dark dark place to be <laughs> sure, sure then you know hey i'm funny now it's fine i was gonna uh, say if any not to interrupt but if anybody knows and watches your comedy they know that you do have a dark side to your comedy so it's all in good fun <laughs> right yeah i'm we're having a good time yeah <laughs> um, but I had to tell my mom what I had been doing because her insurance didn't pay for the MRI <laughs> or genetic testing. So I had to beg her to pay for one of them. And we, I picked the genetic testing. And I remember she was like, okay, if I agree to pay for this, will you like drop this? And I was like, absolutely. She pays for it. It takes about three months for that stuff to come back. And I was right. I had a really rare form of MD called Friedrich's ataxia. Okay. Wow. Um, but I couldn't, like, understand the gravity of what that meant because I was just so excited to be right. I was like, I told you. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Worst thing ever to be right about. That's <laughs> yeah, that was a big moment. So. I hope you, I hope you grounded her. <laughs> <laughs> I did. She, but the craziest shit. Sorry, am I not supposed to cuss on? Oh that? no, you can swear all you want, please. Okay, I was uh, like, wait, I didn't ask. Um, 
my because everyone had said I was copying my sister for attention after I was diagnosed they were like oh shit what's wrong with her they tested her she has the exact same thing I have so we have the same disability that's why wow wow so what what is the chance of this like the chance of both of you having this from the same family and it's gotta be her and I both having it, the chances aren't that insane. Okay. But us getting this type is crazy because no one in my family history has ever had any kind of disability. So for generations, they were passing down the recessive gene of this very rare form of MD. And my wow. parents both happened to carry it. Wow, that's crazy! Isn't that wild? That's ridiculous. Yeah. So you, I hear you say you're the middle child. What about your younger sister or brother? Brother, my younger brother, able-bodied, but it's funny because he is a carrier of this. Obviously, that the punnett square works. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, how old is he? Is there a possibility that he could start to see symptoms? Uh, he's 21, so okay. yes there is a possibility but we're kind of like it like came on earlier for me than it did for my sister sure so with everyone the when it shows up it's different he's very clumsy but not in really a concerning way (laughs) doesn't know what to do with himself you know yeah yeah but no, he's uh he he got away from it, you know. Okay, but to go back to what you said, your mom, you know, was kind of pooing you off. That just goes along with, and I I feel your pain because I'm a middle child. We are the forgotten child of all. We're the, we're the neglected child, are we not? But if we call it out, we get yelled at for it. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you made me this way. You could have stopped having kids. <laughs> <laughs> exactly why wasn't i enough mom (laughs) (laughs) damn it we that's what we what we have to live with i i sorry i'm the i'm the baby yeah see Uh, you're you're the yeah you're the baby that gets everything so yeah yeah i would kill to be the baby it's a rough life i tell you right right (laughs) (laughs) so um so after 18 you find out you're like haha mom i'm right and then it sets in I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> well, it literally did not really sit in for me for a couple of years, honestly. Like, I went, so I find out it's the summer before I go to college. Now I'm in college. I'm still walking, but like, you would think I was drunk. I would get stopped walking constantly by the cops and stuff. <laughs> Which I thought was fun because I like for them to breathalyze me and get very confused. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it was like this fun, like quirky thing. Like I thought it made me like cute and different, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got a cane probably my junior year of college and then a walker my senior year okay did you did you like pimp out the cane or anything you know get like I a had diamond? probably 16 different canes nice. and they all 
work for different outfits. Like I was very <laughs> coordinated. That was my favorite era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, I suppose you can't have 16 wheelchairs because they're like to go with your outfits. That's going to get a little expensive. I like. do have three. Okay. <laughs> okay. And as long as we're talking about the chair, your Halloween outfit was top notch. I don't, did you see the picture of the electric chair? That's that's fantastic. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I hope you I hope you were somewhere where there was a contest or something, and you. <laughs> I I did win two contests. Yeah. As you should. I feel pretty good about that. It did piss off a couple of people, but like. Well, and and when you do things like that, do you? I mean, it brings you joy to get people's reactions, but do you? the different reactions you get how, how... oh man are they Just mostly like, positive i hope generally when i make jokes about it um mostly positive a lot of people have told me they're like scared to laugh sure but i like i understand that but like in an environment of like you're at a comedy show yeah right you know what I mean? Um, I think that's kind of ridiculous. And I've finally have gotten comfortable acknowledging how frustrating that is. Like when I hear all instead of laughter, you know, because I know the joke is funny. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you're like, if there was an able-bodied comedian, they'd be laughing. So, yeah, I get it. Right. Like an able-bodied comedian making fun of disabled people is funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. I don't know it's it's that's really fun for me and that's kind of um like I'm trying to like put myself in a public in the public eye I guess to like work on normalizing like being disabled because I am the only minority group anyone can join at any time <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> hadn't thought of it nope didn't yeah me either no nope. do, do you uh do you know of uh michael lair who's on the kill tony show have you ever do you watch kill tony at all he's i've a, seen a little bit but he's no. another he's a comedian with als and he's such an inspiration because he's i mean he's close to to passing he was he was in portland for an assisted suicide and and changed his mind but he comes on every once in a while on the on the tony show and it's I mean, it's fantastic to watch it. And he's funny as hell. Like, he's hilarious. So, okay. Michael Lair. Michael Lair. Yeah. L E H R E R. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's okay. a funny dude. So, and then you created a web series, Capable, which is <laughs> nice, short little, and you can watch it really easily, really quickly. Short little, fun little snippets. I, I'm assuming you're trying to educate people of what it's like to to live with a disability. And, and, uh, well, what I like about it is that you, the situations you pick are just everyday situations, right. but, for you right. and you and you make it with a twist of funny which is which are funny thank you i i did that before i started doing comedy so like oh okay today i just like raw dogged comedy <laughs> isn't really fair because i have been like writing comedically for a long time doing capable um that yeah i would love to keep doing that but it's really difficult you have so many moving parts and like all the equipment and the money i put into it you know <laughs> so say how much time goes into creating 
and a people, three minute episode. Yeah, and people oh. that you have to get involved. Yeah. It's like 12 to 16 hour days oh. to like get like half of one done. Like it's really it's insane. But it's it's a lot of fun. If it would have picked up more, I probably would put more effort into it. Maybe one day I can yeah, I hope I hope you get the opportunity to bring it back because it's it's great. I I uh, I really love the one, and I messaged you about your sister's tattoos after I watched the one with you and your sister fighting over where the Fritos are supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I also I also listen to some of your more than capable podcasts with your sister, and I I hope that comes back because the dynamic you two have is fantastic. I love how you rip on each other just <laughs> relentlessly. <laughs> i i want to bring the podcast back that is much more doable it's it's funny we i started these things when i was dating a different person (laughs) (laughs) was he was he did he help you with it is it was he involved is that why it was yeah he was a videographer Gotcha. Or is yeah, no. yeah, I didn't kill him or anything. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't admit it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah no, I'm innocent. Okay. If he just happens to be passed, right? You know nothing about a it. Girl in a wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> How could I possibly? <laughs> um, and so yeah, he was. It's funny. This isn't what you guys asked, but like the difference like dating as a disabled person is so bizarre and no one like teaches you how to navigate those waters and I think about the guy I was dating that was like no don't do comedy he I had to never speak about my disability to him it made him very uncomfortable and he would get angry so I minimize it constantly wow this guy was like really obsessed with how my disability made him look oh like look what i'm doing for you look what i'm doing oh what a great 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 guy i am right right that's like white knight and i'm like that's not the not so that that was hard because we capable got a little messy because he was filming it and then we broke up and he got very angry that I continued doing it on my own well that's guys we suck we kind of suck I, yeah I, I'm keeping my yeah, I'm keeping my words in <laughs> <laughs> so how so um and I guess in my opinion that'd be a, a funny not to make fun of it but your dating world, how is your dating world since you've become, you know, on, are you on dating apps? Are there, and my question is, I'll let you ask me that. And then I got a follow-up question. Okay. Um. Yes. I'm on an embarrassing amount of dating. Apps. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't really know why, because I'm not, I don't know. I think people think that it would be difficult for me to find someone that would want to be with me because of the chair. That is not the case. Um, I just, mm, I have like really weird standards and I think that's what's going on. But sure. yeah, dating apps are weird. There's a lot of like fetish site. I can't say that word. Fetishizing. <laughs> 
fetish shot yeah, a lot of fetishes well yeah. that was that was one of my follow-up questions is do you get people with fetishes for constantly Constantly. Yeah. I mean, i'm a redhead with glasses and a wheelchair like what other boxes do i need to <laughs> oh my god i was gonna say you really don't need to be on dating apps to i see all the creepy messages oh. that you get in your dms <laughs> my, my favorite is a guy who's like you need to delete everybody but i'll take you out <laughs> like, yeah, and then he goes by the way have you ever been on a harley <laughs> Oh. And I'm assuming I'm assuming we're only seeing the tip top of what you. <laughs> I I'm protecting everyone as if you're all my children, and I'm only showing you what you can handle. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I, it's gotta suck being so a, wo- a woman yeah. on social media. I just can't. As men out there, I apologize. <laughs> believe, it, believe it or not, we don't are we don't get the same messages. We don't get anything like that. Yeah, hey, I would love to do like a direct comparison of like a man's DMs and a woman's DM. Oh God. Yeah, there is no comparison. There's no you're right. There is no comparison. No, there and it's not. only gotten that's the one thing about like not saying I'm like well known, but like in Nashville, people are starting to figure out that I do comedy, I guess. And I was not prepared for, like, all of the, I guess, sexualization just of me as a person. Like, it's rarely about my comedy or what I'm trying to, like, express to people. Yeah, sure. It's always about what I look like. And I'm like, okay. All right. You ever... uh do you ever try and like dumb yourself down at all and look a little like on stage? You know, I mean, no, I'm this is an honest question because you're saying, you're, you know, you get sexualized based on your looks and stuff. Do you ever like when you go on stage, you ever just like, I'm just going to I'm not going to put on makeup. I'm not you know what I mean? Just so it's not that. You know, that's a really good idea. <laughs> I haven't done that because I think like subconsciously I like um I've been kind of battling with like okay so an able-bodied woman could do that go out in her sweatpants and no makeup whatever and people be like oh she's just comfortable yeah but I'm in a wheelchair so people are gonna think I'm homeless (laughs) (laughs) or given up you've given up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right right and i'm like if i have an empty cup in my hand it's game over um, <laughs> but no i should try that but so many of my jokes are about you know i can't be like because i'm a hot person and i know wheelchair and not look hot yeah. like that would be insane because <laughs> yeah, the, wor- the worst thing about the wheelchair is you're hiding your great ass isn't that one of them <laughs> right right no, but like no one wants to see it like that, that's bad for business yeah that's true that's true i guess when you're when you're playing into it you gotta kind of have to stay with it so but i'm gonna try that at some point that's good to do. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked at me like i was an idiot <laughs> i just want to know where you're going with it that's fine that's fine it all works. There's always a plan. <laughs> there is. Uh, that is for sure. <laughs> uh, do you have um, through the years from when you were when when all this started? So now, do you do you have the same group of friends? Do you find some friends fell off? Some gained some friends. 
how do you how do you judge your real friends oh man um not to get deep but no that's like a very relevant question to my life right now I um had to end two friendships that you know I'd had them in my life for like about a decade And it's just, it's interesting how transparent things become when you're able to like get into parties you weren't able to get into before, like, you know, get free tickets to blah, 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 or whatever it is. I'm not famous. I'm no one. But like the way these people started treating me or saying shit to me I just couldn't have it and so I had to end a couple and it's brought me closer to the people that I know have always valued me and it's not like oh I've become shinier to them now so they want to be you know closer and also yeah new friends in comedy I I keep thinking I feel like um like open mics are just like being a comedian the friends that you make it's kind of like AA like okay like you would have never run into these people in a different circumstance like the age gaps the you know where you're from where I'm from like all this stuff is so insane but we have like comedy in common and so I'm like I've made probably like 10 really great friends in comedy that that's great yeah it's awesome Nashville has a really nice comedy scene too so it's not I mean you're in a good area for comedy oh yeah so when you go on tour and go places, do you, obviously, I'm going to assume you have to, I don't want to say an entourage with you, but you need to have, bring a core group of friends along to help you with everything? Um, I have. not saying you need the help. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. Um... <laughs> it was going to happen eventually. Yeah. <laughs> no, why not tonight? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, knew, I knew we were pressing our luck tonight. <laughs> Um, no, so I haven't like, like scheduled or gone on an official tour yet. Like I've traveled and I've always had like a friend with me, but my main, like my best friend in comedy who I didn't know a year ago, you know what I mean? Like, it's funny. His name is Corey Knox. He's a comedian in Nashville also. Um, and he played for the Buffalo Bills, so he's oh. a big dude, big dude. And I met him at the first open mic I did here because they wanted to not worry about getting me on the stage and wanted me just to stay in my chair near it, which pissed me off because I wanted to go on stage like ever. And Corey came up, doesn't know me, never met me, and was like, do you want me to carry you? And I was like, yeah. And he carried me like a baby and put me <laughs> in the chair. And that has been every time. And Aww. he's like my best friend, and we travel a lot together because he's hilarious. And yeah, he okay. And all over. So, yeah, I'm lucky to have him because without him, like, 
I was just in the Red Clay Comedy Festival in Atlanta. Okay. Oh, yep. That's so. I know you traveled a little bit. Yeah. You brought in Corey came with me, and they actually ended up putting him on shows. He didn't apply to the festival, but yeah. So it's kind of just like one strong man is what I need. <laughs> but yeah. So I, was it refreshing when he just said, you just wanted to bring you up there as everybody else was thinking it, but d- didn't want right, to yeah. approach you with that, but that's what you needed. Yeah. He, it was, it was very evident that Corey always saw me as a person you know what I mean? Which is, it's sad, but that's really rare. Yeah. Yeah. And I I can't. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I'm, I'm not to like be on a high horse because I've been able-bodied before and I never had a single thought about disabled people. Like I was not always like inclusivity, blah, blah, blah. So like, I understand not knowing enough to know how to act. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's the big thing for a lot of people is just not knowing, you know, and I was wondering like, what, what type of advice do you give to people as part of this? Like how, you know, how, how, what is the right way, you know? Right. Um, you know, it's really simple, and I get asked this all the time, like, people ask, you know, I want to be helpful, but, like, how do I know? I'm an adult. I will ask if I need help. So, like, never on your own manhandle a disabled person, <laughs> you know, and you'd be shocked how, shocked how often that happens, Um but just like they will ask, you know what I mean? If they ask, do it, like yeah. help them. But otherwise, don't touch them. Just like any other human, don't touch their chair because those are my legs. I get very angry, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, one of your, uh, yeah. on your capable series, you, you, you had that helper that was, that was one of the funniest <laughs> is where she was like, ask, or like, I'm going to do this for you. And you're like, no, you know, I can do that one. I can do that. And, don't touch me and that was one of the funniest i thought she came uh you asked for cups i think it's called cups oh my god that's my friend that forced me to do the mike and nashville that's <laughs> <awesome>. yeah okay <laughs> okay Perfect. that's so funny yeah don't do that <laughs> <laughs> watch that one and now you know what to do what you have to do well yeah that's the thing that's the, with the whole series that's what you know there's other there's other things in there too i love the dating one too where the guy uh tells you you look like fiona from shrek <laughs> if you were dropped by farquaad <laughs> yeah. what Did, now was that is that where your parents got the name what that had to been around the time no oh my god so i'm a crazy person you know this um <laughs> starting to get that yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I legally changed my first name when I was 18. Oh, okay. Um, I went by Fiona since I was like 12, though. And okay, so my birth name, I guess, was Lauren. Oh, all right. You look you look more like a Fiona. You do look like Fiona. Yeah, my mom fucked up. I fixed it. It's yeah. 
Um, no, she wanted to name me Fiona. And my dad was like, no, she'll do drugs like Fiona Apple. And <laughs> she'll do drugs because her name is Fiona? It's it's a leap, but he felt he felt that logic was sound. Um Okay. Okay. Yeah, so he's an attorney, and she tried to change it when I was young, and he shut that down real quick. So I just went by Fiona. Okay, I know I know something about that. I went, I did the same myself, but it was my last name. I went by it for years, and then legally changed it after many many years. Wait, you're la- you had a different last name. My birth name is different than it is today. Hell yeah. He's a criminal. Okay. I mean, yeah, there were reasons I had to do it. Yeah. From states. <laughs> That's a different, yeah. it's a completely different reason, but whatever. No, I, yeah, I did the, so I, I, I went by a na- uh, last name for many, many years and then legally changed it after a while. Oh, okay. I see. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. My mom, like a maiden name. I didn't just make one up. I, you know, it was, a, there was something behind it. <laughs> Mine was kind of made up. Everyone's like, was it Fiona from Shrek? And I like to be like, I was born before that movie, but maybe. <laughs> I don't I don't think you probably were. Yeah, I'm like that's I'm like to the age, I'm like that maybe that was around that <sighs> I think I think I was like nine when it came out. Oh I'm really? twenty-six. Okay. That okay. movie's gotta be older than fifteen years old, isn't it? Yeah. Sixteen, so Oh my God, am I full of shit right now? I don't maybe, know. Maybe. We don't. We don't have a producer to Google this for us, so we'll never know. <laughs> we're, my... we're a small budget podcast here. We we can't Google and podcast at the same time. <laughs> my, I watched that movie with my thirty-two-year-old son. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, as a kid, when he was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll fact check this and put it well, in the notes. Oh my God. You know what? We're, in the, in we're the end, a lot of time. On it doesn't trick. fucking matter yeah, in the end. It doesn't. You look like a Fiona and you're a beautiful Fiona. I, I do I do know that Fiona Apple was pretty popular back, well, not 26, no. No, nah, not 26 years ago. You're wasting a lot of time. I know. With... I, know. I was trying to make a connection. <laughs> it's a beautiful name. It is a beautiful name. I, yeah. I, I, I do love Fiona Apple too, just so. Thank you. And I do uh, drugs now, so he was right. Um, <laughs> I did want to touch on um, we because you're Irish, yeah, and you drink, and um, not to assume, but you drink, and we talk about getting you know drinking in college and how that affects before, well, before and after, I guess is what I'm guess I'm saying. So you drink now still, correct? Yeah. Like, how is that with my disability? Yeah. Is it any, I mean, is it react to it quicker? Oh, um, yeah. Does it make, bring you, bring you balance? <laughs> it's the opposite. Like, a, like the opposite. Or... It's, it's like, um, like I'll have one drink and my brain, it's like, I've had one drink, I'm fine, but my body stops listening. <laughs> so it is definitely like if i've had a sip of alcohol i won't drive oh yeah. my body's reaction time slows down so much yeah. um but yeah drinking 
is definitely more dangerous and more disabled I get um but I am the life of the party so I can't like give up on it (laughs) (laughs) they need me they need me well there are a lot of other people that have to deal with drinking so that's where right huh are you a are you a uh, um, marijuana user yeah yeah does that how does that does that kind of bring you anything I mean do you yeah, so I have like um pretty bad muscle spasms at nighttime. Okay. Um, and so I smoke before bed, but I have to have like peed and done, like I need to be in a place where I don't have to get up again, you know? Okay. And then I'll smoke and I can sleep through the night, no pain, no nothing. So it's I use it very medicinally. I can't smoke in a social setting because I hate everyone. And I'm mine. <laughs> so you're, you're just using an indica just to get yourself to sleep. And okay, nice. Does it? I forgot what I was going to ask because I'm high too. <laughs> God damn it. I had something good. Go ahead. <laughs> that happens. It, it does. I, I noticed that <laughs> with him. <laughs> Um, so your relationship with your sister, um, do you find it, uh, how is it now? I mean, you guys bond with your podcast, you, would you bring it back with her? Uh, yeah, I would. I think her perspective has a lot of value, you know, it's, there aren't, there is no one else that would give me shit the way she will. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I mean, she has become like every year she becomes more important to me um, because, you know, this is a really weird, rare thing. And she's the only person in the world that understands me without me having to explain anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She doesn't drink though, so she she definitely worries about me with the whole. I was gonna say she does have a she. There's a great story. She has a great story um, that you guys talk about in the first episode of your podcast. I'm not gonna tell it, but I would advise everybody to go listen. It's a it's it's a fascinating story. Which the podcast is called "More Than Capable." More than capable, yes. Which is it. Uh... Uh, like a dozen episodes you have out there something like yeah. that so perfect um it, it, so she's older how older is she, much older is she than you she is four years and four days older than <laughs> perfect. Well, you're so, so she's in her, she's 30 now um and where are you two when it comes to the progression of the md so my sister is a lot better at like taking care of herself than I am like she very actively goes to like physical therapy and gets strengthening massages and takes vitamin you know what I mean she's an adult um <laughs> and, and, and you don't want to listen to her because she's no, your no, sister no, I'm good I'm good <laughs> no but she she's been in this clinical trial that I had dropped out of when I was 20 because I'm an idiot and she has gotten to the phase of the trial where it's open label so she gets to take these pills every day and the goal that they found it's working is to stop the progression oh wow 
So my sister is the same as me and she's four years older. Um, wow. Yeah. So someday you may say, hey, I'll follow my my sister's footsteps. I mean, but for now. Pills became available. I would take them. It's just, you know, I yeah. something's wrong in my head. Like I don't <laughs> like helping myself or something. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not in therapy. She is, so. Well, you're a comedian and she's not. There's the difference. That's your therapy. <laughs> yeah, you you get it all out on stage. So exactly. I just don't want to hear the response. You know. <laughs> so I gotta know. We just uh, we just That's had. True. Ariel Elias on the on the podcast. She was the, the comedian in New York who had a heckler throw a beer can at her. I don't know if you saw the video of it, but anyway, I, I wonder if you ever had any bad heckler experiences. No, and Good. I want one. I'm so angry. I'm like, I call the crowd a pussy. I do my best to piss them off, and they won't do anything. Like I'm ready. You want to? Uh, do you want to put us in as like, uh, you know, we'll we'll fake? We'll, yeah. 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 <laughs> We could do it. <laughs> yeah. The crowd would revolt and carry you out. Though. <laughs> yeah, we might, I was going to say, we might get our asses kicked, but, but that's all right. That's all right. If it's good for comedy, it works, you know? <laughs> we're, we're up for it. We're willing to do that. For we, the... we can all go viral together. Well, online, <laughs> I get a lot of hate comments if that means anything. Yeah. And I, I we're going mean, to have to put aside, I don't understand it, but it's a reality. Um, how do you handle? How, how do you handle? Do you respond to them, or you just delete them? No, she shows them um, to all of us. Besides the ones that you show, you got to get more than you show. Yeah, well, so I really hadn't had the experience of hateful comments on my videos or anything until a month or so ago. I had a couple of videos go viral, and the red pill guys found me. <laughs> Yes, they, they did. Happy. I mean, if you go and look at the comments on the video of me at the laughing school with the school in the background, can't say that word. School. School. Is that is that a Nashville accent you got going? Is that what's happening to <laughs> me? Well, I don't know. <laughs> like like school. 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 Yes. School. Okay, but people are very angry, and you know, TikTok, I get the same, but it just drives up engagement. I, my sister, actually, I don't respond to comments like that because I think, you know, eventually they'll fight each other. True. True. Um, but my sister is very protective over me, and <laughs> she almost got banned from Instagram because she was responding to all of the hateful comments and saying, Kill yourself. <laughs> What's your sister's name again? Marinda. 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 We are all right. We're gonna start a hashtag free Marinda. <laughs> <laughs> Let her back, damn it. It's just easy. Yeah, just kill yourself. Just done. Kill yourself. Short and sweet. Yeah, she was like trying to find creative ways around <laughs> them figuring out what she was saying. And she was like, maybe you should consider <laughs> your wife. Yeah. Well, she puts it nicely. You know, it's one of those things, though. Like, it sucks that you get the hate, but I wish we were big enough to get the hate comments. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's the trade off, you know? Like, <laughs> 
It is, it is. And I think I'm, I've tried to stop reading all the comments because at first it was really getting to me. And then I was like, eh, I don't know any of these people. And I've never cared what people thought of me that don't know me. Right. Which so, is obvious for you to, get, you know, to continue on the way you are. You don't give a fuck what everyone says. And why which would is, you? Which, why is, would you? which is a beautiful way to live life. Thank <laughs> you. It's the only way. You know. it, it really is. It is. So if let's, and it's up to you, but what you said, you're kind of prepared. So if you had an audience member that did say, you suck, get off. What, how would you respond to them? Um, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> be like, get up here and help me get up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this by myself. You can pick me up if you wanted to, or I'll, I'm gonna call Corey back out here, and you're gonna. <laughs> All right, tell you him to deal with him. Care of me, okay. And I mean, obviously, some hecklers aren't gonna bother you. You're not. You don't seem to be afraid of much. I saw the pictures of you hang gliding. What other crazy shit have you done? <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> oh man, um, I won a lot of contests. In college, uh, for uh, keg stands. I'm <laughs> I wonder where you were going with that. I thought you won a contest to go hang gliding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm tired. I haven't. I wrecked my car into a cemetery one time. Whoops! Cemetery? Did you say? I hydroplaned into. You know. Were you sober it, at the time? I was. It mm-hmm. was during the day. It was. <laughs> I promise, Scout's honor. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> Who gets drunk during the day? Nope. <laughs> I have given myself two black eyes uh, trying, <laughs> trying to jump a curb in my wheelchair. Um, oh. I was very drunk both of those times. Never successful. <laughs> I'll keep trying though. Perseverance. Uh, there you go. Wait now, like to jump a curb, is that like I used to be a skateboarder? So is that like you just kind of pull yourself up? I like try- was trying to like I was going as fast as I could. <laughs> and you kind of lean back on the weight and okay. <laughs> and it didn't work. I used to skateboard too. <laughs> <laughs> so you got it. You know, you got it. So you're trying to ollie up the curb. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Have you have you like uh, skydived or any anything else in the air? No, I am really down to though. Yeah. I thought about it, but it's kind of expensive. To oh, sure. like that. I would do it if someone else paid for it for sure. All right, we'll start the GoFundMe. <laughs> so, do you have a list of things that you just want to take care of? Your bucket list? Oh man, I don't actually have a real bucket list, but it's probably full of traveling. I mean, I I want them to cure me and I want to go back. Like I spent six months in Scotland when I was in college. Nice, fun. Yeah, I'm a wealthy white kid, so I did study abroad. White but, white privilege. It's great. Yeah, yes. Through and through. <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew dad's an attorney. We know you got money to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of it came from him. My oh. mom is a powerhouse. <laughs> All right. Good for her. Good for her. Fuck <laughs> dad. 
Was was that actually your mom in the TikTok video you posted yesterday? Yes, we don't look related at all. <laughs> you do not. Well, she kind of, I mean, that thing hit a million views. So, like, your mom's going to be. I know. And I was like, thank God I didn't tag her because that girl would get canceled so fast. <laughs> <laughs> love your mom already. Yeah, right? I'm already in love with her. <laughs> yeah, she is a five foot ten Italian woman. <laughs> She ain't, take, she ain't taking no shit no no not anytime <laughs> good so for her I gotta, I gotta go back to the hang gliding how did you end up hang gliding where and, and how did it go so actually that was like a birthday present maybe from my sister which is you know she i think she was trying to fuck with me but i was joked <laughs> about it um yeah that i was nervous but they instead of having to jump off the cliff we were able to like we were tied to a thing from the ground oh and so it really was just cool and less scary than anything um coming down was scary because i had to hold my legs up yeah okay i was gonna ask about the landing that that i mean depending on the day i don't you know what i mean (laughs) You don't know if that's going to be how that's going to go for you? I was actually late for a first date with the dude I made capable with hang gliding. And he thought I was full of shit because I was like, I was hang gliding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I could see how you'd be like, okay. Well, you don't, you just don't, you want to cancel our date, go ahead. All right. You don't have to make up lies. <laughs> <laughs> I like Photoshop myself into this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's that's an excuse I would never believe from anybody. I was hang gliding. Right, like, right. No, uh, no, you weren't. A little ridiculous, but it's it's on brand. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's love. It's it's awesome that you're enjoying life as as you should, because we all we all should. Exactly, and you know, I, I always tell- have a seat, which is nice. What's that? I'm sorry. I, I was in a chair. There's no bar too crowded for me not to sit <laughs> down in. So. <laughs> that's that's true. That's a benefit. It was, it was, and I was just going to say, as long as you're in Nashville, we have we have a friend of ours, Raylan Nelson, who does a podcast in Nashville, and she's a musician, and she does her and her bandmate do podcasts with comedians. So it's musicians talking to comedians, and they do it right at the Willie Nelson uh, Museum there in Nashville. So, oh wow, you guys should get connected and. You'd be great on her podcast. That's true. Yeah. 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 Or even as uh, the the TV station down there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a the TV station down there that public that does uh, comedy shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was telling us about that? Anna Manis. Yes, Anna Manis. That's right. Yeah, she's in, in Yeah, yeah. There's like a public television station or somewhere. She does like a stand-up and laugh show. So... She does like they roast the holidays. So Okay. Yeah, she just did a comedy show where they bashed on Christmas and now they got one coming up for for uh Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, which is which would be perfect. That's that, where it's my alley. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you I feel like you got some stories for that one. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I might be more jaded than I was. So <laughs> this could be good. So they so what you're saying is the man the man thing is not going well these that you're you don't have any 
positive news right now. No, unfortunately, <laughs> I started respecting myself recently. Um, so. Sorry, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's made that hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little easy, a little harder to get the, the those quality quality fellows when you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, hopefully, I'll stop respecting myself at some point, get back at it. But for now. You know, I'm under a heated blanket in my house with cool lights. It's all good. <laughs> That's true. The cool lights, we got them, which is awesome. Are you? Is I saw you smoke a little bit. Is that already the indica? Are you going to be like napping out on us? Oh here pretty my soon? god, no! I'm a professional. <laughs> I would, I would literally fall asleep right here. <laughs> no, this is nicotine. All I right. be like a heavy smoker. Oh, really? It's hard to go outside, so I smoke inside. You adapt, I suppose. Yeah, you adapt with the goddamn smoking laws. I'm a survivor. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. We just you. We can make fun as you want, but you are. It seems like you are, and it, it, we appreciate you for that. <laughs> yeah thank you so much we'll uh we'll let you go and have that indica and you know <laughs> enjoy your evening so thank you so much promote whatever you want to promote um i will be at zany's in nashville on january 31st for amber and friends perfect I'm okay friend. <laughs> you're a friend <laughs> um I think that's it. Follow me on Instagram. And yeah, TikTok. And yeah, they're both just my name with no space. Perfect. Easy to find. Yes. Absolutely. And oh. and check out your your, uh, your yeah. YouTube channel, Capable, the yeah. series. Go it's, watch it. It's Capable. wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, let's so. do other things. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, Absolutely. It's a pleasure anytime. to get it's a pleasure getting to know you. Pleasure to get to know you. All right. Have All a good night. Have a great evening. Yeah, you too. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously though, get your asses out of here. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric acid.
Future Cast.